Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust issues number five, man. What's up, y'all? It's Dez. It's Sunday, October the twenty fourth, about four thirty two on the East Coast of the United States of America. Man, just watch the Ravens catch a fucking beat them. Um, and you know, it happens. <laughs> It really does. Um, the Bengals are looking like buzz saws right now. Um, definitely looking like one of those teams that uh, you just don't want to see. Um, they're playing like that right now. And you know what, man? It's actually kind of fun to see. Uh, to see the Bengals after how badly the uh, recovery of the post-Marvin Lewis era has been. Um, see them having some success now. It's actually fun. Um, you know, it's fun when the division is competitive, you know, when every game is, you know, filled with good players who have to be stopped and, you know, things of that nature. So, um, you know, they they look promising, the Bengals do, but they still got to learn how to win the playoffs. So, you know, we're at the point in the season where you kind of know who, what, what teams can do, kind of who they are, um, and now is where you have a chance to, as a team, decide, does this have to be our fate or can we make a change here? But, you know, time is taking on whatever we can't do, um, which is concerning. I've said for a couple of weeks, you know, I don't really know what to make of the team, right? Like, I don't know whether to um, be excited, whether to be – Nervous, whether to be, you know what I mean. Like I, I'm, I'm a little nervous about all things considered what they can do, but I also don't feel like they have, like like there's no reason for us to be worried about anything because this is a team that, um, you know, should should not be. What are we now? Five and two after seven games, just based on the amount of injuries that we've had. So again, it's like. You know, should, do you get excited or do you get – do you not care how they actually do? You know, do you start to have the expectations like, oh, shit, they should be able to win? Um, and those are the expectations that I have, you know, because every team is injured. You know, every team is is down a key contributor. You know, we happen to be down more than most teams, but it's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, we can – we should be able to get past that. And it's sad that we don't appear to be able to when we play against teams who can throw the ball um, and who can rush the passer. I was very disappointed today um, with the overall performance of the team, like anybody would be. Um, You know, there's a – I think that there's a, a lot to be said for Cincinnati and the way they played. Um, I don't really, I don't always like, but I, I understand the thought process behind, but I don't always like the, um, <laughs> those, you know, when people say, you know, we, we didn't, this one, when Russell Westbrook was like, what? And he was like, you know, did you lose or did they win? You know what I mean? Like, I understand what people are saying when they ask, like, well, did you guys give it away or did you guys get beat, right? It was both for the Ravens today because, uh, you know, you can't 
I mean, you just can't make any more. Like, there's no deeper analysis besides Averett is possibly the worst player in the NFL right now that plays. Um, as far as like how ineffective he is at playing his position, you know, it's just you know, it's sad. <laughs> it's it's unique. I've never seen the team's whole entire offensive strategy be go at this guy. And, you know, I said um, two tries issues ago, you know, and this was after last week giving a lot of credit for what was a bounce-back performance from Marlon Humphrey. But, you know, for the first five games before that, Humphrey looked pretty bad. And here we go again today with Humphrey looking pretty bad. Um, It's sad to see, you know where we're going to end up having, you know, a lot of moments that are going to say the pay uh, Marlowe and pay Stanley decisions weren't good ones. Obviously, the Stanley one isn't by choice. It's by chance, but it still is real. Um, You know, and Humphrey just does not seem to be himself this season. And it's sad I talked about it last week, you know, him finally looking like a shutdown number one corner for the first time since last season. Um, and he finally did that yesterday or uh, last last Sunday, I should say, against the Chargers. But today, man, you know, this is where you talk about did he get beat um, or did they win, you know. Because, you know, a couple of those back shoulder throws – with Chase and, and Burrow, you know, it's just those are those are guys who've been playing at elite levels together at whatever level they've played at um, for the entire time that they played together. They have chemistry. They have a connection. It's obvious when you watch the two of them play together. Um, they have that, you know, Peyton and, and Marvin, uh, you know, Montana and Rice type, you know, chemistry. And it's it's scary because they're both just getting started. I think Jamar Chase is 21. I think Burrow is 23. No, Burrow is actually older than, than uh, Lamar. I remember that was the big thing because I guess he had, like, transferred or something like that. So, Burrow is actually closer to 25. But, you know, we're talking about Burrow's a guy with the way that he plays the game. Um, unless he gets a lot more injuries, you know, Burrow is going to be playing 15 years. And – he looks good, and the Ravens' defense, um, you know, anybody who's listening to Trust Issues, thank you, number one. And what I always forget to do is tell you all to follow me on social media, at You Heard Me Dog, at You Heard Me D-A-W-G, on Twitter and Instagram. But what you hear in previous episodes is me talk about the Ravens' coaching staff in a very negative way, except last week when I gave them a lot of props. Um, and, you know, in different moments. But, you know, all things considered, I don't really give them a lot of props because I feel like <clears throat> consistently other teams make look easy what we make look impossible. Today, Lamar got sacked at least five times, maybe six. Huntley almost got sacked two or three times in his one drive, <laughs> two drives that he played. We did have a, a little bit of success in the run game, but not much. 
most of the run game success was Lamar. Um, I know at one point they showed a stat that the all the running backs had a combined seven carries for zero yards, and Lamar had 70 yards rushing. But, you know, Lamar's longest run of the day got called back by penalties. Um, and, you know, it's it's what I'm talking about with our coaching staff and other teams playing against us. We made it look impossible to pass block. They made it look like it was impossible to give up a sack because I don't I think Burrow finally got sacked in the third quarter, like the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter. Like he got sacked finally when they were already up by 17 points. You know what I mean? Like it is like I don't know, man. We've had a lot of seasons in a row here in Baltimore now where we haven't had a dominant pass rusher um, or somebody who can who you would consistently count on really since Terrell Suggs, who you could consistently count on um, on third down and big moments of the game, fourth down, wherever, to at the very least pressure the quarterback heavy by himself and force a bad decision or a rush decision, if not get a sack, if not get a sack fumble. Odafe has showed signs that he definitely can be that guy so far. Like, he has shown a lot of those signs. But we have to be, you know, we have to remember all of these seasons in a row now before or after the Super Bowl in 2012 and before Lamar took over, all those seasons that ended because we could not get a pass rush on a, on a game-ending drive where the defense needs to get a stop. Think of all of those week 15, 16, 17 games between 2013 and 2018. Think of all of those seasons and all of those games where we couldn't we, – we just needed to get one stop and the game would be over and we couldn't get that stop. Christmas with the Steelers. They're going multiple games with the Steelers. The, the one game with the Chiefs when, when Weddle and – and Mosley and everybody gave up fourth and 18 or whatever nonsense it was. Like, all of those games that came down to the exact opposite of what's happening when Lamar's trying to drop back and and make big plays with the game on the line more often than not, when he has to flush out before he even gets to the top of his drop, he has to freaking step up, dead sprint to the line, run against this daggone, you know, his throwing side because that's the only place he can go and either – try to run the ball himself or, or dump the ball off twice. It's happened time and time again. And it's sad to see because we're watching other quarterbacks when they need a touchdown have all day to throw. Um, or even if we can get get our hands on them, can't bring them down. Um, or it has to be some sort of penalty, which, you know, brings me to, again, another game. Now, I haven't seen it like this. And, of course – the one freaking extra lineman, 75 on the Bengals, had to fuck my whole narrative up. But he, everybody who watched that game and who's been watching the Ravens knows that this does not fuck my narrative up. Because one false start penalty in the fourth quarter is the first time that the Bengals got called for a penalty in the whole entire fucking game. Now, you're telling me that they threw for 400 yards. They sacked us five times. They held us to, to under 50% completion on passing, at least with Lamar. I think they said Lamar was 15 for 31. And there wasn't a single defensive holding. There wasn't a single face mask. There wasn't a single pass interference. There wasn't a single thing that the defense did wrong. There wasn't a single hold. And all of these 
pass plays where we don't have a sack against Burrow and they have five, six sacks against us. You're saying that not on a single one of those plays did any of our linemen get held. Joe Burrow was pressing on all those dropbacks. The longest run that, that Lamar had when he scrambled for 30 yards up the left side, the fact that they called that hold on Villanueva and they were not calling that against whoever was blocking Odafade a whole entire game is crazy to me. I know Harbaugh has to complain a lot to the referees because I'm watching the game and I'm watching them complain a lot to the referees. So I don't know if at this point he's just developed a reputation or maybe between he and his brother against all referees because of how, how they perform uh, when the calls don't go their way. Maybe that's what's happening. I don't know. But it's a pretty unfortunate, I think, it's a pretty unfortunate dynamic that I'm seeing playing out consistently. Um with this team and it's you know it's it's just kind of it's kind of unfortunate that you know after all of this time you know we're still having these be in our pitfalls um we're still having these same kind of issues plaguing us time and time again where no matter what we're trying to do the other team just has an answer for it and they're a step ahead of us and whatever we're, you know, we're trying to stop them from doing, we can't. You know, one thing I can say, again, to not panic in the grand scheme of things, is that Jamar Chase looks like he just very well might be special, special. Like, he just might look like he's going to, to carry the baton of the guy <laughs> as far as being the wide receiver one in the league. Um, for many years to come. He's a guy who, you know, even though my team is playing against him, but especially because my team is playing against him and I'm not playing, um, I really do want to see him have a great, healthy career because I just think it's going to be great to have legendary players in your division. It's sweet when you beat them, you know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, I, I'm excited to see what he does, man, and, and excited to, to watch them play, and, and hopefully the Bengals become a, a problem. The good thing about the NFL, you guys know, is that, you know, runs can only last for but so long. You know, that's why the, that's what made the Patriots so special is, you know, what was it, 12 straight years of winning their division? And I think they were in the AFC Championship for nine years in a row or something ridiculous, right? But, you know, that that's only them. And that's, that's in any era, really. No team has had that type of sustained dominance um, for that many years. But we're talking about – you know, the Bengals are good. And just like any other good young team that's homegrown, you know, there's no luxury tax in, in the NFL. So they're going to have to get rid of a lot of their guys who are playing well. Um, and, you know, depending on how it goes, you know, they're, this team is not going to win the Super Bowl as, as it is right now. They look like the best team in the league right now. But you cannot just pick them to win the Super Bowl because they started off – uh, what, was, what are they now? Five and two, um, and it included a lot. You know, a, a close overtime win to Green or loss to Green Bay, and I can't remember who the other team they lost to was. But you know, they've been playing really, really well, and they looked like the like they were a way better team than we were today. But just the week before, we were playing against the four and one Chargers, and they looked the way that we looked against. You know, the, the way they looked against us is how we looked against. Uh, you know, these guys today. So I'm sitting here now like, all right, is Cincinnati really that good? I don't know. We played them in a couple of weeks. 
this is this is a game to me that really just comes down to pride because if Averett can just get a couple of stops, if he can just not get beat every time he drops back to pass that, or or, or he, you know he goes to defend a pass that Joe Burrow doesn't overthrow, you know, because those are the times. I mean, he had the one, he had the one breakup where he tried to do the jump ball that you probably could have called pass interference against Averett on. That was the incompletion, and then one in the end zone they threw over his head that he was beat on, and they threw over his head incompletion. So it's like, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm, I have, I have to be really, 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 really. Um, I'm really interested to know what's going on in Averett's head at any given moment because he's, you know, I've never seen a player get disrespected like that. Like I've never seen a team just attack like like multiple teams just attack a guy more than I've seen that happen to him, and it really speaks a lot to how bad the any collection of four linemen we have are defensive linemen because they cannot commit to allowing him to have help or or this will go to wink's stubbornness and won't commit to calling defenses that call for him to have help. You know, maybe the Chiefs really are that bad right now because they got smoked today. At one point, it was twenty-seven to nothing in the game. I don't know what the, the final score was, but they, you know, they were getting smoked today by the Titans. And like I said, man, like this is the time of the season where you know you kind of know who the team is. You know, we know at this point because they've been roasted. This is the fourth time, or was it the third time now that the Ravens have given up four hundred yards? They gave up four hundred to Carr. They gave up four hundred to Wentz. Now they gave up four hundred to Burrow. Daggone, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt, so they you, you know they, they shut down the uh, the Broncos, they shut down the Lions passing game somewhat, and they shut down the Chargers last week. But the Chargers kind of shut themselves down <laughs> on a lot of those plays too. So I'm not really trying to give us too much credit on on defense, especially in pass defense, because we have one of the worst pass defenses that we've ever had in, in Ravens history right now. I'm not looking at no records. I'm I'm just just saying three four hundred yard games in the first seven games is crazy. Um, I don't know, guys. I'm 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 worried about this not being a championship team. Even you know, fuck the the fact that there's injuries is what it is. But I don't think this is a championship team right now. And when you look at the when you look at everything that the team brings to the table, um. It's being proven that if you can, if you have two guys who can create havoc along the, the line of scrimmage on defense, and you're playing against the Ravens, um, you have a chance to win. Because today it was Hendrickson and Hubbard that were going crazy up front, in the same way the first game was Ngakwe and, and uh, Crosby. You know what I mean? So now I'm sitting here like, all right. Mechery gets hurt, you know, in the beginning of the game. Really, really, really hope Mechery's all right because Mechery's been playing amazing. Um, Phillips comes in and plays about as well as Phillips can play, especially at tackle, which is sad. Um, and I just, I just, you know, we all know, guys, we can't leave it all up to Lamar every single game. Um, but Jamar Chase, man, he looks like he's special. And he looks like he's one of those players that, you know, you hope that you can just slow down when you play against him. Um, 
but yeah, man, it's you know they hobble into the bye week. Um, one of the one of the uh, yeah one of the I think one of the the hidden side effects of having as many injuries as the Ravens have had is the um, probably the just the fatigue that's that is on the current players now. You know what I'm saying? With so many guys being hurt, um, you know, thankfully the preseason was only three games this year, but a lot of the guys who've been playing, you know, they've been playing a lot. So the bye comes at a good time, I think. Um, you know, they they had a really high high um, and a really low low in back-to-back weeks, I think. So, you know, for the, for the Feast of Famine 2021 Ravens, We'll see how it continues to go. I don't want us to to make our minds up on this team uh, before Halloween. Um, and I, I think that now the Ravens fan base is starting to get reasonable enough that it won't do that. Um, but we do need to hit the panic button on certain aspects of uh, this team. And... I believe that the trade deadline is week eight or nine. So if we're going to make any moves uh, to try to solidify the offensive line the best we can, it's time to make those moves. Um, Because you also have to worry about, as I've also discussed before, losing a lot of these guys to free agency, you know, the Deshaun Elliott's of the world, the Hollywood Browns of the world, you know, losing those guys in free agency is going to be a very, very real reality in the next couple of years. So, you know, maybe you don't hold on to that extra third round or fourth round pick in the same way that you used to um, and and kind of walk that tightrope of, well, we have these extra third and fourth round picks because this is going to have to be how we build our team around this $50 million quarterback and, you know, $100 million set of, you know, five pillar players around them, um, you know, it's a, it's going to be a balancing act of planning for the future and also trying to secure the present. Um, and I'm just not convinced that this is going to be a team um, that, as it is right now, is going to make a deep playoff run. Um, I think that this is absolutely a playoff team. I think that this is definitely a team that's going to be one of the teams that you don't want to play against in theory, um, but when you when they have so many terrible performances in such a small amount of time on, on either side of the ball, because, you know, Lamar starts off the game 0 for 4, and we pr- pretty much go 3 and out after 3 and out after 3 and out. Um, I don't like that at all. So it's, uh, it's a little concerning, we'll say. But, you know, you drop games like this, Pretty much every team, even even the Super Bowl champion, um, is going to have a game uh, that you drop. And also, don't forget, too, man, you know, 2012 season, uh, you know, the Ravens had – they lost, what was it, four out of five at one point before they fired a coordinator and all of that. So, you know, it, we got a lot of season left. We got a lot of season left. So, we'll see how it can turn out, man. Appreciate y'all for listening. Make sure y'all follow at your Hermie D-A-W-G. At your Hermie Dog Instagram and Twitter. Uh, it's Trust Issues, y'all, by your Hermie Podcast. What up, Ravens Fly? Appreciate y'all for listening, man. Peace.